Hello. Good afternoon and welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today it's my esteemed pleasure to have on a lady you know worldwide from soap operas to horror movies, screen print, etc. Man, Miss Kelly Marone, and how are you today? Hi, thank you. I'm, thanks for having me. I'm great. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's been a real pleasure. to. Uh, I've been looking forward to having you on for a while. First off, thanks. how have you been holding up through all this stuff going on? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's a choice for me. I know it's not a choice for other people, and I'm not saying it should be, but I have to consciously decide to be um, positive about it and to look for the good in things. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a discipline. It's easy to fall into this depression and, and, um, you know, be scared and everything. And, and uh, I just, I can choose to direct my thoughts elsewhere, but you know, it's, it, it's a challenge. It gives me something to do. <laughs> no, I, I love that because it is a discipline. It is a challenge. And, and, and I sit there and I say to people all the time, look, you take a couple days or even a couple minutes, roll around, get a shower, get it off you and, and go through it, figure out how to operate through it. So thank you for bringing a positive light into something that we're all fighting with. I appreciate that. Oh, sure. And, and the, you know, this sounds really corny, but a gratitude list, even if it's just in your head, like think of three to five things that you're grateful for, things that, you know, like your home, like you're not, you know, or, or your meal, whatever it may be, um, that helps too. That, that can kick you off into the, into the positive uh, train of thought. I love that. I think, all, that's, I think, I'm sorry. I think that's an everyday thing, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And then you could, uh, I mean, another thing too is also, um, think about all the things that you're going to do when this is behind us, which it will be yes. one day. Um, you know, we, we didn't lose our whole lives. We're still here. We're just living through something. Absolutely. I love that. That's a great thing. I don't think anybody's put that out there. Think of all the things we're going to do when this is done, whether it's go to a ball game, a concert, the movie theater. I love that one. Now I got, I got, I'm gonna, that, that's my Kellyism for the year. Well, thanks. Um, <laughs> um, you made me forget what I, I was so I'm so surprised you made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, like I said, I remember. It. Then we're going to feel so much more gratitude for the things, you know. And we're going to. I think we're going to come away with this, and we're all going to feel like we really learned something. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And I'm going to ask this question early. Um, what have you? What's what's your, your guilty pleasures that you've done? You know, away from work. Uh, you know, to kind of, do you go for walks? Are you watching Netflix? What's your deal away from work? Oh, well, um, I can, we can watch movies without guilt. Because there's uh, yeah. nothing else to do. So, you know, I can just watch movies until my eyeballs fall out and shows. And, and you know, you can't feel guilty because what else are you going to do? Another thing I started doing was um, I take classes like you know, these webinars and things, yep. most of them are free. You don't have to buy courses. Um, and just keep your, you know, like for acting for me and stuff. And I also yep. took one in forensics. I mean, whatever, you know, just to keep your your brain sharp and, and keep yourself motivated. Um, I started working out at home. And, for the you know, you don't have to buy a program. If you go on YouTube, there are 
many people yes. who have have workouts and they're free and they're excellent. I'm getting a better workout at home than I ever did at the gym. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody said yeah. they lost the COVID nineteen. I said, "Doggone it, I found it." <laughs> yeah, well, it's possible to get in really good shape if you want to. I just started doing that every day. Nice. Um, and it really helps. And yes, I do do the walks too because I'm fortunate enough to live. But if I go behind um, my building, I can get the the lower part of like the the foothills of um, what, what turns into um, Beechwood Canyon. Yes. And if I just want, there's a trail that goes up there and takes me to the reservoir, which is Lake Hollywood. It's like a different planet up there. So there's right. ducks. That's you know, nice. the other day I was walking with a friend of mine, and a deer came up. The baby deer, a little doe, uh, you know, oh. came without fear. She was just like landed in front of us, and and then split. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. And how relaxing is that? I mean, just that you're walking with nature right there. Yeah, yeah. If we could, if we could just stop the anxiety long enough to really enjoy these things. But I noticed too. It's like some things you don't even, you know, you. You can't relax enough to really enjoy them because you're so it's it's a we just got to keep breathing and being in the present moment Absolutely. as much as we can. Is there any shows that grabbed your attention on uh, Netflix or like you've really got hooked on? Well, I'm I'm watching um, The House on Blind Manor right now. Oh, and yeah, it's really it's really good. I'm, I'm watching all horror stuff for some reason. My husband loves horror, and so <laughs> and you know I don't. I, this way, I don't feel like I'm slacking off because it is something I kind of do for my work. Just watch other people. <laughs> right, I like that. That's a good attitude. You know what? You said you were watching the forensic shows. All of a sudden, are we going to have uh, Doctor Kelly somewhere in some movie? All of a sudden, you know, you're going to be uh, you're going to be the forensic doctor that goes out, you know, with the corpses. <laughs> I would love that, but I don't know that I get cast that way. Um, but I would love to do it. Sure. I mean, I think that'd be brilliant. Well, are you are you kidding me? You've always had, you, you know, everybody's always, you kind of had that all-American look. And, and you know, who, who would suspect a sweetheart like you to all of a sudden going out there and, hey, come here, dude. Whoops. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's why they, that's what they did on the soap is that you didn't expect me to be such a creep as I turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> what, what got you into acting, my dear? Um, well, I wanted to do it. I, I watched movies with my mom. She loved the old movies. She says, hey, we used to go to the movies all the time, you know, because she grew up in a little bitty town. Right. Um, and she just loved them. It was a real, I would watch her face and she enjoyed them so much. And um, I mean, I love the, the glamorous, you know, the glamour of watching these older movies. And, yeah. and the fact that, I mean, most of us in real life stuff our emotions, but they're out there with them. You know, they're just yes. like, drama city and they were expressing how they felt and most people stuff it I'm like, that's the way to be that's a catharsis and I just realized this is a this is something that that makes people I, I could see that this is something that makes people feel better this has a response you know people it's not just that they're watching it it's that they're it's, it's a catharsis or or it makes them happy or it takes their mind off things or or it makes them it, it can touch something that if you're holding a lot of sadness but you you don't want to feel it. It's something makes you cry and that you get it that way. Um, and I just thought that's the thing to do. So that's what I wanted to do. I um, that. Did you remember what movie you first saw with your mom? You remember the first movie you remember going to the theater to watch? Oh, we didn't go to the theater. We watched them on television. Okay. Well, well, yeah, I was a poor kid, so I, I can dig that. Theater what didn't happen very often. So what did you remember the first movie you watched on TV with your mom? 
I think it was a Susan Hayward movie called I Want to Live. Wow. I know. I've seen that. <laughs> she loved those old ones. And then, of course, bringing up baby and all those things. Nice. Um, and then I also, you know, I didn't watch cartoons as much as I watched the Frankenstein and the old Dracula. <laughs> movies, right. The greatest. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because it was it was fascinating, you know, to watch it in black and white, and and it wasn't screaming at me, you know, right. like the cartoons were. So, um, yeah, so I guess I come by it naturally. Do you, do you uh, have out of the Universal movies? Do you have a favorite? Out of what movies? Out of, out of those Universal, Dracula, the Wolfman creature. Do you have a favorite? Mm. I like the original Frankenstein. I also like the Dracula, but I also like Nosferatu. Oh, okay, yeah. That's not how many people throw that one out there. Nice. Well, there's a shot at the end that's truly terrifying. You know, and so, um, yeah. That's very and then cool. just the fact that they're old makes them scarier. It makes them creepier. I agree. Watching Dracula, even I, I you know, just watching put it on the screen and the silence and the the whole thing of him coming in there, it, it, it is still scary. And that's just the suspense part of it. Yeah, yeah. The, you don't get when it's in Technicolor or not even Technicolor, but what we have today. Right. It, it's not the same thing as it's. It just looks ancient, and and I don't know. It's like if they're still around right now, then that's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. No, I love it. I love it. You be frank. You relax here. You just, it's just you and me and our listeners. <laughs> but, I mean, so the really cool thing is, though, is that, I mean, you know, here you go. So then, then you go, and you all of a sudden you start working. Did you have any uh, real uh, influences in your life as far as acting that, you know, you wanted to be like? Well, I wanted to be like, uh, um, okay, <laughs> there's just something, nobody knows who this is. I read this book called The Mystic in the Theater, and it's Eleanor Duza, and she's called the mother of modern acting, because she didn't, at the time, you know, Sandra, Sandra Bernhardt was very popular on the stage, and she went the whole other way and went very realistic, um, and she just took it as a religion. And I thought that was awesome because I was a little Catholic girl. And I'm, anytime you can blend something you're passionate about with religion, you know, you're in business. Right. So <laughs> I also love Betty Davis because she had great parts. I, I noticed this intuitively. She had great parts, whether she was uh, starting out, she always had those character roles to the time that she was, you know, to the However, I don't know how old she was when she stopped um, working with, making movies, but she always had these great parts. And instinctively, I thought that's the kind of way to go with that. So she was she was a, a great influence on me too. I thought if you could have Betty Davis's career, you'd be in great shape. So oh yeah, for sure. Are you kidding? That's just fantastic. I mean, yeah, just to start from there. Now, when you when you a lot of people, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a little older, so a lot of people remember you from Ryan Soap. I was a big fan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and you know Kimberly on air and I mean that was I'll tell you what that's one of those shows that just I think you had an un, an incredibly talented cast yep. and uh you know it was just something that I'll tell you something funny I actually uh when I went to visit my mom not too long ago I actually uh put on the episode the last episode of when uh Helen Gallagher got up there and sung Danny Boy and it every every uh St. Patty's Day, I'll put it on. I'll, I'll put it on YouTube and send it around, just because it was one of those things I looked forward to. But I was a big fan of you guys on the show. You had a wonderful show. 
Well, I, I, they just took it so seriously. They didn't go, oh, wow, I'm on a soap opera. Um, in fact, it, it was kind of a, a little pretentious attitude of this isn't really a soap opera because we're, <laughs> we're a little better. There was that. I have to, you know, I'm sure everybody would cop to it anyway. So, but yeah. Uh, uh, but you know it, it worked and Helen Gallagher was a Broadway baby you know she was on stage gosh you know I have a friend who's like 82 and he remembers seeing her on stage she's going to be 94 and I just funny you should mention this I just um, sent a, a greeting to her because she I guess she was instrumental in saving HB Studios which is a big acting school in New York if you don't know um, a lot of these schools and everything with this pandemic are going to, you know, they had to go online really fast or they were going to go under, you know, because you can't go to school. So uh, she apparently was instrumental in saving their, saving them and keeping them open. So they're going to name a theater in, in the school after her. Oh my gosh. So it's going to be the Helen Gallagher um, little stage, you know, which in, in, in theater school, they have rooms that are actually stages. So she's going to have one. And they sent me an email and said, would you film a little greeting? Um, you, you know, because she loved that her time on Ryan's Hope and she talks about it all the time. And so I did. That and that's going, to, that's going to be on the first part of November. And I think anybody can watch it if they want to. I will look that up. And if you if you get that information, Kelly, please forward it off to me and I'll put it out everywhere because one, I'm a fan. Two, I'd love it to get out there. And that, and that's thank you so much for sharing that. That is incredible. I mean, that's and to say for for to step up and help help save these uh these schools and everything else is is, is phenomenal by itself because like you said, nobody thought expected this, so everybody's adapting, but that's a wonderful story and uh God bless her that she just came in and made the save like that. That's awesome. Well, she still teaches there. That's crazy. I hope I, I'm like that when I'm 94. <laughs> yeah, she I'm still goes TV. in there and gives them hell. I mean, she has a very, like, no-nonsense attitude, so I'm sure she's still going in there and giving them hell. Like, <laughs> what do you think fantastic. you're doing up there? <laughs> no, my, mom, my mom's going to be 79 this year. God bless her. I mean, she's active as hell, so I guess, you know, kind of, I, I hope I'm as active as those two young ladies are. <laughs> you know, I mean. you know I, Age is just a state of mind. If you tell somebody they're old all the time and you can convince them, then yes. they're going to go downhill. But if you just treat them like you've always treated them, like they'll stay like that. Absolutely. That's true. I, I agree with that. I, I, I definitely agree. You, you push forward and that state of mind is a big deal. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, That's know. right. But I mean, so now, and, and you know, and, and going from Ryan, so how did people take it? I mean, obviously you were in, in Fast Times from Ridgemont High. Mm -hmm. But how did people take it when you kind of started all of a sudden slipping into, you know, the, the horror movies and any, and obviously you did One Life to Live and, and by, by the way, you were very, um, you learned very young to be able to manipulate a crowd in, in Ryan's Hope, which I thought was magnificent, by the way. Because oh, thank you. you could just take that and everybody's looking at you, you know, and everybody fell in love with your hair and, and you know, and how cute you are and everything else it is. And, 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 you know, but your acting went from one extreme to another and, and for being so young to flip the, you know, the, the page like that, you had, you just either learned really good, had some great teachers or both. The woman who played my mother, Louise Schaefer, really helped me. If she had not helped me, I, she would have eaten me for breakfast right away. But <laughs> she realized that her storyline was, she always says, you know, if you didn't, if you if didn't get a good storyline, 
neither did I. So, <laughs> so I mean, things like they, they just expect you to cry, you know, we want you, and then you'd say things like, um, here's how they tell you, they go, okay, and this scene, and, and at that line, you're going to boo-hoo, right? Meaning you are going to cry there, right? <laughs> and this was stuff that I was not trained to do. I don't think anybody really is until you get there on set. The right. best training I could have ever had. She taught me how to do it. That's amazing. I, I, I yeah. oh no, they teach you just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> well, they they don't teach. Yeah, my experience with school, and I started working right away, so I didn't have extensive experience with with a conservatory school. Um, my experience though was you're not prepared for being a set in any way, shape, or form. Right. So, uh, so that, that was the best training I could have ever had, having to go in there four or five times a week and just put it out there on national television and just, you know, it was, it was talk about pressure, but it was, <laughs> it right. was great training, great training. And you guys worked long hours then too. I mean, it's a lot different now. You guys work way long hours. Oh yeah, I liked it a real chance to sit and marinate in the story and in the character. I don't know how you just go in, you're coming off the freeway and you jump in and make up and then boom, there you are, you shoot your stuff and then you leave. Right. Uh, you don't even know the other people that are on the show. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how many, but it's all different. Uh, but we shot, here's another reason we were a little bit better than everyone else. <laughs> we, we shot it like a play. So in the morning we'd have a read through rehearsal and then we'd start getting ready and then we'd have a camera rehearsal which abc would watch like a big eye and then we'd all be you could watch other people's shows too we saw everybody in their rollers and stuff like that <laughs> and then then there was lunch and then we'd come back and have a dress rehearsal and then we would um i still remember the st stage manager going uh, cameras and booms please cameras and booms this is the air show and then you could hear they fed the they fed the um, the the theme song, so you could hear it going, oh, and it, wow. it really pumps you up. It's like here we go, this is it. And so they and even with the sometimes they shot the scenes as a as a block, but more often than not, it would be like first scene, raise apartment. The lights would come up, we'd do our scene. The lights would go down. Second scene, um, the, you know, Ryan's bar, boom, lights would come up. They'd do their thing. Boom, they go down. And the, the cameras would follow around the stage. That's crazy. And you could hear it whirring. And there was this very fit young girl that was like one of the best camera people, I guess. And she, I just remember her like just tooling around in that huge camera. Yeah, those were big cameras then, really big cameras then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, was like a tr it was like a tractor or something. Right, <laughs> I remember those for sure. You know, I'll tell you what, you have one of the greatest lines. I think it's Night of the Comet. You have one of the greatest lines you're standing at, the, I think it's when you're standing at the bar and you said they just lowered the, the drinking age down to 10, but you have to bring your ID or something like that. I laughed hysterically. I still remember that line. Oh, I was in the radio station. Yes, 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 yes. You're in the radio station, mm -hmm. but, you, but you're like, all of a sudden you like change, like, like all of a sudden you're like in a lineup to a bar, you know, you're like, right. okay, we changed it up. And I was like, that's hysterical. You know, that was quoted uh, not too long ago on some, some YouTube thing I was making up and you were quoted on it. And I was like, that is fantastic. So I had to bring yeah. it up that you're being quoted today. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Those, you know, it's unbelievable. And we had no idea when we were shooting those things that in 2020, we'd still be talking about them all the time. We had no idea. 
Um, well, you I, know, heard, I heard, and it's funny, you've been on shows like Simon and Simon, which is for, you know, a lot of people don't know even know what it was, but it's a great show. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and other things, and Murder, She Wrote, and everything else. Is, but you were in Chopping Mall, and that's that's become a, a, a turnaround cult classic, and I heard they might even make a new one, um, you know, coming up after, I guess, all this COVID stuff goes down. But I heard speakings of the beginning of the year that they were talking about making a new one. So, man, it'd be great to have you reprise come back in. <laughs> Well, yeah, they, I would be back for that. Um, it's It's been talked about, um, but Lionsgate, I, I don't know that they're going to put a lot of money into a Chopping Mall remake, so it's up to them. Right. They own, they own the lion's share, if you'll forgive the pun, of the, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, Roger, Roger Corman sold it to them, and so um, Wynorski and Steve Mitchell, who wrote and co-directed it, Steve did second unit, but that's neither here nor there, um, they own a little bit of it, but Lionsgate and um, Scream Factory own most of it. So it's up to them. Oh, that would be really, really cool. I just heard, I heard started talking of it, and I was like, wow, it'd be nice nice for Kelly to make a comeback <laughs> in that movie, you know, coming back around, you know, because I'm used to obviously working, but I mean, to come back in that, people would, I think people would pop. Well, they did kind of a survey, and, and everybody said not without Kelly. Nice. So- there you go girl there you go you know i was very surprised though to see you without your curly hair you know and and i had seen you gosh about i don't know 10 or 15 years ago at at some type of show and i I was like very surprised i said you didn't have your curly hair because the first time i saw you way back in the day turn on in person you you know your hair was still very curly but your hair is still gorgeous so i'm just letting you know i was you just made that transition was just fantastic well thank you um i have when i do conventions People actually come up to me and go, where is she? And go, what do you mean, where is she? I'm looking for Kelly Maroney. Where is she? And I say, I am Kelly. And then I have to hold the picture up so they can see it. And they go, oh, my God, where's your hair? But, but here's the thing. No, well, it's I'm, in the 80s, okay, people? It's in the 80s. <laughs> that's that's right? where my hair is. My yeah. hair was a lot longer in the 80s. I ain't throwing no rocks. You know I mean? You know, <laughs> but you have to say, I mean, you, 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 you're ageless, girl. I mean, you you got that Dick Clark gene. I mean, because you look a lo- really close to the same. I mean, seriously, oh, you do. Um, but now, talk to us about a little bit about what you got going on right now. And, and I obviously see you have some some movies, I guess, that are in a can or in pre-production. So what do you got going on right now? Okay, so currently we have a film by H- based on a story by H.P. Lovecraft. And it's going all over the world in festivals. And it's called The Deep Ones. And um, it's, it's, I don't have like a, a lead part of it or anything. I'm, a, I'm an interesting supporting character because I'm the only person that actually knows what's going on. So, of course, everyone thinks I'm crazy. But I actually am right. <laughs> so, um, and um, that's that's making the festivals. And it's going everywhere. It's been to London twice. It's been um, to the H.P. Lovecraft Festivals here in the United States. It's been to Sitges. It's been to Brazil. It's going to Ireland. It's going to, uh, where was the last place I heard? Uh, Brazil. I mean, it's it's crazy. So it's going a lot of places I've never been, you know. Um, and so I'm doing a lot of interviewing um, on Skype. Uh, on Skype, no, on Zoom because of that. Um, and I think it might stay that way because it's so it's so expensive to fly people there and put them up in order for them to be on a panel when they can just say, oh, "Would you jump on Zoom with us?" I think that's going to be the way it goes from now on. 
pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I def I, I agree with that without a doubt. It, it, it definitely seems like that's going to be it. And it's pretty nice. I mean, it is pretty nice to sometimes mm. you get together with people, even with family that you haven't seen in forever, and all of a sudden you pop on. And would you ever have thought back when you were – you know, doing uh, you know Ryan's Hope or any of those things that you would have you would have popped up and be able to just call up family on your on your on your phone and FaceTime them. I mean, I never thought of that. You know, not like that. Well, the thing was on the Jetsons, they had that where they right. could answer the phone and see the person, and we didn't want it. We're like, that means I have to walk around looking okay all the time. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I, I like to be on television with my rollers on and my sweatpants, like whatever it's going to be. I don't want somebody being able to see me when I answer the phone. <laughs> that oh, was right, the, right, that right. was our attitude growing up, and then right. now we ha actually have it. I, I'm wondering where the transporter room is, though. <laughs> right, yeah, I, exactly. That that that's for darn sure. Where, the, where are um, all those flying cars that they were talking about? You know. Yeah, I'm tapping <laughs> my feet here, waiting for that transporter room. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think we I think we got a couple more years to wait for that, Kelly. Without a doubt. Um, it's it's funny to see all those things you watched when you were a little kid actually start happening. You know, we don't have flying cars yet, but right. uh, but some of it has actually happened. Um, yeah. So and then also I have a I did a horror comedy that was out there with a whole bunch of other horror people that you know. Um, um, and then um, what else? Oh, I've got a short that's also doing the. It's a serious movie. It's called. Um, um, a well-respected man, and it's guess what about the end of the world and how it affects people that are busy living their lives. It's just a short film, but then I have another one that's tied in with an escape room, and that's not out yet. And it's about it's called the Video Store, and it's all about kids on their bikes in the '90s. They would always go to the video store. Right. It was a thing. Okay, so that's a science fiction one. And then after that, I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with something else. But it's <laughs> it's it's a it's Halloween month, and that's our busy month, and that's when I do all the uh, horror interviews and stuff. Well, I love that, and I'm I'm so happy that we 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 got, we got you on. Um, is Halloween a big deal to you personally? Have you always dug Halloween? We've always done Halloween in Minnesota, though. We had often we had to wear. Um, our coats already, our big winter coats. And then, so you have got this costume and you're all excited about it. And then in order to go trick-or-treating, you'd have to put your coat on. Right. You know, it didn't it didn't make it. I just didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of. Yeah, hey, but I'm I'm sorry. Your land of a million, land of a thousand lakes and a billion mosquitoes. But I'll yes. tell you what, the cold time, man. I'll tell you what, there in Wisconsin, brew. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful up there, but man, it does get. I got friends up there ice fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but that yeah that's great now now you talked about it now if, if there's somebody that if there was a movie i'm gonna ask you this if there was a horror movie that they were going to remake that you'd want to be in what would it be oh i don't like remakes so um i mean i i know there's nothing new under the sun and they've done hamlet several times and anybody's you know can remake anything they want to do and right whatever but having said that um I think, why? You know, I know that there's a lot of pressure from the studios to do something that's they already know is going to be at least initially of interest, you know, to people because right. they don't want to lose money on it. They don't want to bet on on original stories and stuff like that unless you come to a point where they know that if you write something, it's going to probably be at least initially successful. Um, so that's why they do remakes. And a lot of people, that's the only way they get a chance to make a film is they go, remake this. 
Right. And it's not even their story, but they do that just so, you know, it's yeah. like in the like in the olden days, people used to do horror just to get their foot in the door. Right. I heard that. And now, yeah, and now um, people go into horror because they love it and all the big studios are doing it and all the big movie stars are doing it. And uh, they finally figured out it pretty much always makes money in some way or another. And uh, we're sitting there going, yeah, you're the last to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I've never done. I've never done a horror movie. So that's 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 one of the things I just somehow fell out of the deal with. And that's, and I love horror movies, you know. But, I mean, it, and it, you've, you've become such a uh, – you know, people sit there talking about it. And I was talking to friends, even in even in Hollywood, sitting there saying, "Oh my gosh, you're coming on the show!" I was like, "Yeah," I I was very excited, you know. And a couple of my friends, and uh, even my mom, put you over the other day, trying to have a conversation with her. She said she was such a sweet girl, and she said, "Then all of a sudden, she could be like that." <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, they they always had that in mind for the character, but they didn't tell me. And so, yeah, and so I mean, they did that on purpose, but. I, w- I was not really aware of it. Although, um, they would say, okay, this is, you know, they'd give me, I'm lying. I started out right away lying to my mother <laughs> right. about everything. So that was a really strong hint. But I always tried to play her like, not like twirling my mustache, but she had really good reasons for everything that she did. And she thought she was doing the right thing. And you know, but and and it's and it's funny, and, and I can under and I and like I said, I mean, I've always I always loved always loved the part, but yeah, you know, how did it how did it feel all of a sudden you going from taking it from one spot to all of a sudden now now you're known for you know whether it be Tino and One Life to Live to doing many different spots to different acting, but then all of a sudden then you get into like a, a horror movie where boom you're sunk right into a horror movie like that. Was it was it easier for you or harder for you from coming from working on on the shows you had worked? Well, actually, it was a. They used a lot of us kids from the um, from the soaps because we already had the discipline. We knew that we had to be prepared when we got there. We'd probably only have one take, possibly two. So we would be like, "Oh, we get to do it again!" (laughs) (laughs) So we we were perfect for that. Then when they had to go slow, yeah, they had to. They couldn't like sit around all day trying to get a shot. They had to move. so that, that actually served me really well. But, you know, I, I didn't act, do this horror thing on purpose. Uh, I was waiting for, you know, and my agents wanted me to do bigger movies and stuff like that. But I wasn't a trust fund kid. I had to work. Right. And that was what was being offered to me. And I was taking it. And they were like saying, you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself. Why are you doing this? Please don't do this. I said, "How? Where am I gonna, what am I going to do? I didn't bills. know any. I didn't know anybody. It's not like I could crash on somebody's couch or anything. So, I, and I thought, well, you know, I'm. I, I told them I'm, I'm making a living doing my doing what I do, and it's and it was before the internet and the infamous, and no one will ever see it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sure. Wink, wink. <laughs> well, you know what? It saved my butt too because if I didn't do all those horror movies, nobody'd know who I was. Right there, you go. You know, I'll tell you what. You just brought up part. You were you were disciplined. One, obviously yourself, because you couldn't have done done Ryan Soap and those kind of things without it. But you know, so you had to apply it yourself. But you're very disciplined, and I think that's something that's taken away from that people don't realize that you know on on the outside, unless they've worked with you, how disciplined you came from that type of setting to be an actor. Yeah, there was just there was no no nonsense about it. You just had to work, um, and they did the same in England. 
from what I hear, I've never shot anything with English actors, but they're the same way. Yes, and exactly. so like, they, they get somebody in there that's you know, like messing up or doesn't know their lines or what or whatever. They can't believe it. But there's a system in England that's different. You're more likely to be able to you end up on the stage, or it's more of a it's 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 possible to make a living as an actor and not be famous or anything and just do theater. And it's a whole different structure than what we have. Right, right. We, that's what I understand. We have the movie star, the TV star, the influencer more so than they did. Right. So. Now, where can everybody find you on social media? Oh well, I have a website kellymaroney.com where I have all my current stuff um, my reel and, and my voiceover thing and then news like where I'm going to be if I'm going to be doing a, a, a convention or something like that and anything I'm able to tell people about because a lot of times you can't tell people what you're doing right. and it, it's, it's called a non-disclosure <laughs> project it's got NDA um, yes. so, um, um, and then I have a store there where yeah, I have all the older stuff, like stuff that I would have at a convention that you can get from my website. Oh, that's fantastic. You got because, merch on there too? Fantastic. Got, oh, yeah, because what are we going to do now? You know, people still want stuff, but we're not going anywhere. And this is actually easier for them too. They don't have to pay to get in. They don't have to take the time off. They don't have to drive there. But the, and, and the other thing is they don't get to meet people in person. But um, we started to do this online too where you can – you can arrange to have a Zoom call with somebody, and no, you're not not yes. with them. But you can have them. You can actually watch them sign your picture, um, and they'll talk. You know, to have a have a little discussion back and forth. So you are speaking to them, even though you're, they're it's virtual, which helps a little bit. I think that's nicer. I think that's fantastic. If you can't do it's, the person, and you're a doll, by the way. You know, just I, I've seen you work with fans before, and you are great with your fans. So I just want to say that that you know that I mean, you know, people will love. They they can't meet you in person. Go on, go check it out. Go check out Kelly's website. You know, get a picture. Oh, well, it's a great Christmas present for somebody or a birthday or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I do have the, there's some action figures of me, but I haven't figured out how to make how to make that workable because they're so expensive to make that you know unless Mattel got involved I wouldn't be able to mass produce them and bring them down to a, a, a price that you know was reasonable for other people so or for me you know <laughs> I'd <laughs> right. lose money making them so I'm not going to do that because it's weird in the first place like a voodoo doll <laughs> how cool um, is that how cool is that to have have your own figure though Kelly I mean how awesome is that awesome we got, we got um, some from Night of the Comet and we've got an Allison from Chopping Mall, and there's a little killbot too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's really, it's amazing to be an action figure. So because, cool. you know, I'm not James Bond. So it's like, I'm an action figure too. I'm a Cabbage Patch Kid too. <laughs> I just love that. It's That's really awesome. great. And, and, oh, and, I'm, and you're I'm also awesome. an actress that also has a figure. You're, you know, you're a female that also has a figure, which I think is really cool too for all the little girls out there and everything else that, that look in the pond that they can look up and say they can do that too. Yeah. You know, that was, that's the most fulfilling thing is when people say that they were inspired by that when they were a kid and they said, see, I knew girls could do this too, and that it affected them. And then especially like nowadays too, when people say I showed my daughter your movie and I just thought, Gosh, you know, that's that's something that's worth doing right there, and I, I'm really pleased that that that's happening. You know, I'm really honored that that I can be part of empowering women. And my and, granddaughter's and, gonna be watching it this weekend. 
Oh, thank you. That's great. <laughs> he was excited because I pointed out to who you were online. And I sit there and said, look, she's going to be on my show. And mm -hmm. that, that she says, really? And she's 11. And she's like, and she's hooked on horror movies. So it's like, okay. she's excited to see it. So it's very, very cool that, you know, that, you that, that you know, she's going to really dig it. Grandpa, she got her on the show. It's there, you know, so she's going to be watching it this weekend. Oh gosh, I hope she enjoys it for sure. Yeah. And I'm also I'm also on Instagram now as with my name and Twitter with my name. A lot of people don't go to websites, but you know, if they, if there's if you're old enough to go to Facebook, I'm on there. And this is always my name because why make it hard to find me? Um it's and people okay, even True Blood misspelled my name. So if you misspell my name in the credits, yeah. It just happened with a movie I did. I'm watching the movie and I go, that's not how you spell my name. <laughs> it's K yeah really it's k-e-l-l-i-m-a-r-o-n-e-y that's and um that, that's how you spell it so yeah i i understood with a name like char you kidding me one of the one of the directors said char come here and every time she called me char guess what was on the credits char oh no <laughs> hey I, I got paid i got paid i got a good spot i was happy you know but yeah like, but you know it was kind of like that it was like couldn't go back and change it you know a year later when i saw it you know <laughs> right but i mean I, right. i'm so excited i i thank you so much for coming on it oh it's my pleasure. pleasure thank you for having me um you know having you on and and again anytime you're welcome back please come back on when things get going again or if you have something out there or just you want to stop by and and you know are you excited about the holiday season about christmas coming around even though halloween's not there yet well i'm taking it i'm taking halloween first <laughs> because <laughs> it's such a that. it's such a big deal and it, it, it's it's as big as christmas here in los angeles yes. maybe bigger so that's that's the level of important holiday we've got going here and we're going to stay home you know and and i mean people thinking ahead to thanksgiving and christmas i know that people are already bumming out about it um but you know i mean i'm fortunate i have my husband here when this all hit he was he was back east caring for his parents but he came home i don't know what i'd be doing here by my, i was already by myself for you know five months or something um and i don't mind being by myself because i've been but, you know, some people really do, and I don't, you know, and I'm sure it's very difficult, but um, I'm just going to do my gratitude thing. That's one way to, that's one way to come full circle here. I'm just going to count my blessings and, and the things that are going well and just have a simple holiday. I do that anyway, because a lot, you know, a lot of people, we've sort of agreed, not, don't exchange gifts and just make it, um, because it's a lot of pressure for people and people don't have money and you know we did a long time ago we did in my family uh, kids get the presents the adults get the pleasure of not having to spend every dime they have getting <laughs> on each other <laughs> i have one last question my dear uh, something on your on your twitter about uh in search of darkness part two mm -hmm. so can you tell anybody about that or where they can go find it and everything well in Search of Darkness Part One is on Shutter right now, and it's four hours long, uh, and it's it's just every horror person on earth. They they interviewed them. It's a really it's it's a it's a class A production. These people know what they're doing. It looks great, and a lot of times when it came out, of course, everybody says, "Well, what about this movie? What about that movie? Right. What about Italian horror?" <laughs> so they went, "Okay, we're going to make Part two. and I actually ended up. So they asked some of the people who they thought their interviews were enter entertaining enough to, they said, can we have you back? And, and 
I'm sure they're going to use some of the stuff they didn't use for the first interview that we shot. But then also they have me uh, watch watch the movies with an audience and they they film it. film it exactly, but they yeah. record it. I don't know exactly what they're doing. I so film too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know exactly how they're doing it. I know I was on Zoom. I don't know if they recorded that or what. I don't know what they did. So I said I would do that because, um, you know, why not? So that's um, right now, that's not out yet. They're still making that one, but part one is out. Fantastic. And I think you can purchase it. I think you can. Thank you so much again, and everybody go check that out. But thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Actress Kelly Maroney, it has been such a pleasure having you on. Please stay in touch, and we'd love to have you back on in the future. Well, thank you. I'd love to come back. Thank you very much. Great interview. It was fun talking to you. You have and a I really wonderful appreciate day. It. Thank you so much, my dear. You, you take too. care. And have happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you. Happy, <laughs> happy Halloween, Halloween, my dear. Ladies and gentlemen, Bye. Kelly Maroney. Thank you, dear. Bye.